Christian life than going to church and reading your Bible. Ever wondered just how involved God is in your daily life? Then you've come to the right place. Join me, Pastor Tom Marsis and Vicar Dylan Meyer, as we take an in-depth look at applying the scriptures to our daily lives, the Ten Commandments, baptism, Lord's Prayer, and more. Welcome to the Living Faith. Welcome to Living the Faith, episode 32, Much More Than Bread. My name is Pastor Tom Marsis, Senior Pastor of Zion Lutheran Church. And I am Vicar Dylan Meyer. And we're glad that you're with us as we continue our look at the Lord's Prayer, the impact of prayer. Uh, most specifically this week, we're diving into the fourth petition, and we're going to be looking at what it means to ask God to give us daily bread. And there's a lot in there, the how, the why, the when, all of that. So we're going to be diving into that. Now, if you remember last week, uh, we were finishing up the third petition, and the first three petitions were together really as a unit. Uh, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, all in, all revolving around that. And as we come to the fourth petition, out of the seven, it's its own unit. It's its own set, so to speak, because it is unique in what it's asking over all the other six petitions. And we're going to dive into that in just a minute here. But just realizing that the fourth petition kind of stands out as something most specifically. And and as we get into it, this is one of those things that I'd like to say that so often when someone thinks of prayer, maybe outside the church, inside the church, um, it's always about asking for something. Uh, when I talk about this with my confirmands, oftentimes they'll talk about prayer, and we've talked about this before, like the magic genie in the lamp. If I rub it hard enough, if I rub it long enough, I'm going to get what I want. So it's all about the physical things, so to speak, um, the new car, pass a test, uh, win a ball game. It's all about that physicalness. And so as we, it's interesting here because there's seven petitions that we pray in the Lord's Prayer, but only this one, number four, are we talking about something physical that we're asking for. So with that in mind, thinking about how that shapes sometimes people's idea of prayer, give us this day or give us today our daily bread. What What's the focus of this petition? Yeah, so the focus of this petition is not necessarily uh, asking God, you know, only asking God for, for things, you know. We are mainly focusing on God as giver and provider of all good things. That's sort of the intention uh, when Jesus was teaching this prayer to his first disciples. That was the intention was to focus us on God as giver and provider of all good things. So we're focusing on giving thanks and being grateful for all the things that God provides to us uh, each and every day. The things that we typically take for granted, quite frankly, um, the the necessities, the, the, the needs. And although we need to support this body in life, that's one of the things we always say in confirmation, isn't it? Yes. All that we need. All that support, we need. All that we need. And so that's really that focus. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and and God continues to create and provide each and every day. Having this focus in mind will help us move forward here as we continue to examine this petition of giving us 
uh, daily bread. So daily bread, that, that's kind of an interesting thing. That seems to be like a small part of uh, what we need daily to survive. I mean, I don't know about you, but uh, when we sit down at a meal, I don't care whether it's breakfast, lunch, or supper, you know, bread's great, but we need more than bread, right? I mean, so if that's really what we're asking for, bread, it seems kind of empty or only partial. So obviously, or maybe it should be obviously, God is really saying more than just bread in and of itself. Because as Vicar was talking about earlier, this bread obviously refers to the needs of a healthy human body. So uh, knowing your science, obviously, carbohydrates and all that kind of thing. Uh, we need that, but we need more than that. So it's really an all-encompassing word. It, bread covers all of those things and refers to everything that we need for a healthy life. So uh, that would be physical activity. It would be good relationships, because we all know how that impacts our eating habits, um, the right kind of food. Uh, and, and so realize that how important this petition is in other parts of the world. For us, we're a little spoiled. You go to the grocery store, you have all kinds of options for bread, you have all kinds of options for meat and vegetables and fruits, and the list goes on and on. And it's easy for us to take for granted, well, the food's always going to be there. But think about when you're in a third world country, one that is really dealing with a drought, and you pray this particular petition, what you think of when you say, give us this day our daily bread, when you're struggling at best to get by. So uh, while we may take it for granted, this is such a deep petition for so many in the world. And to realize that daily bread is not just the food that we eat, but it's our family, it's the home that we live in, it's the job and occupation that God provides for us, and really, in a sense, all the possessions that that we need in this life. So it's really all-encompassing. It's uh, very much deeper, I think, than sometimes we think about because we think just food. Yeah, and I think it's interesting that you say that because um, in studying uh, this week for this petition, um, you know, the Greek actually tells us that um, here in the prayer, we uh, it, it can be directly translated to bread for tomorrow. And so for us, that's something that uh, is very often taken for granted. I know I personally uh, don't think about it, uh, but, you know, yeah, for people living in other parts of the world, this, um, this is a more challenging peti- petition, I find. So, okay, that's the positive side of it. Yes, yes. So what do we oppose in this petition? Because obviously there's the positive, the negative. You know, what what, what do we oppose then? Yeah, so as we're praying uh, positively that that the Lord would bless us with our daily needs, we are also opposing, therefore, that the devil would not prevail in taking those needs away. Because what the devil does is we believe that the devil is constantly scheming in uh, our lives to take away our earthly uh, prosperity. Um, and he does this so that we may find ourselves in situations where we're, we're contemplating our faith and, and then consequently we turn away from God. Um, 
And what's interesting is that that can go back and forth because right. uh, it might be not enough. It might be too much because we can see how overabundance, and we live in a society that clearly has an abundance, how easy it is to then take credit for ourselves, to turn our back on God, think it's all about me, uh, want more and more and more and more and more, uh, and therefore uh, take this petition in two different directions. And so we oppose where we think it's all about what I've done and and or where we turn around and say, Lord, what's up with this? Why why me? Why why is it that I don't have enough? Why is it that I struggle so much for the food around me? Yeah, absolutely. Poverty and abundance can both be uh, things that um, that can cause people to fall away from God. And so, really, this petition is all about trusting in all that God provides. Uh, we're trusting that God would continue to provide for us our daily needs and that we are also praying that the the devil would that that the lord would provide for us against the devil so that he would not take away or uh hinder i guess would be a good word um against against those daily needs well and that really comes down to then trusting yes. in all that god provides and if you remember, we refer to this often in our trek to the scriptures, how many times God provided for his people throughout scripture for all the things that they needed, even when they uh, didn't deserve it, uh, even when they thought it was impossible, yet God provided. And one of those great examples of providing when they didn't deserve it because they were griping and complaining would have been when they were in the wilderness. Yeah, absolutely. We, uh, see Moses and the people of Israel after they had been delivered uh, from Egypt. They're out in the wilderness and God promises to provide for them with bread and manna that would fall from the heaven. Uh, manna being just another word for for bread. Uh, or what is this? Well, what is this? Yeah. Uh, but he's providing for them in the wilderness and it so it takes a it took a lot of faith for uh, these um, people who had just been delivered out of Egypt to continue to trust in God when there was no uh, abundance of riches really near in sight um, and they're out in the middle of the wilderness so um, there's one example. Uh, another example we find in the New Testament where Jesus is, um, he's doing his public ministry and uh, they're, at the, they're at the side of the sea and the disciples are asking about a large crowd that had come out to see him and they're wondering about them going back home and getting, you know, getting too late for them to find food. And so Jesus says, no, we will feed them. And so uh, at Bethsaida, he feeds 5,000. And then at uh, the Decapolis, he feeds 4,000. Well, and actually, let's be honest, it's much more because it's 5,000 men plus women and children, exactly. 4,000 men plus women and children. So think about 5,000 in and of itself is a lot, but it's way more than that. And it shows that God is not just thinking about preaching and teaching and giving them for their spiritual needs, but also their 
physical needs as well. And so uh, it's really a, a two-pronged thing there. We often think so much about all the food the, from the five loaves and two fish, but really think about it. He's providing for them spiritually. He doesn't say, okay, you're on your own. See you later. Uh, no, he's actually providing for their spiritual needs and also their physical needs. And that really kind of leads to the church today, because today he continues to provide all that we need to support this body and life, but he is also providing the spiritual needs. And for us in the church today, where do we see that? In a very real way, in the Lord's Supper, the very body and blood, in a physical way and a spiritual way, as we take in the very body and blood of Christ in, with, and under the bread and wine. So while we talk about examples in the Old Testament, the New Testament, and there are many more examples than we just listed, uh, we even see it today where he provides for both the physical and spiritual needs as well. So where else does it go? Well, it's more than just about me. It's also about our neighbor. And he, and he talk, Paul talks about this as he's talking to young pastor Timothy. Yeah, so in Timothy 5.8, we see that Paul is speaking to Timothy. He says, if anyone does not provide for his relatives and especially for members of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. So that's bold. I mean, but what he's getting at here is that we are called to help the needs of our neighbor even. And if the Lord is providing for us um, with abundance, especially, uh, we're trusting and praying that God continues to provide for us, but we are also called to help others in need and to pray for them. And this is very important to take that giving of daily bread and to extend it out as a ministry Almost, yeah. In a very real way, it's living the faith. Living the faith, exactly. It's not just about hearing it uh, and having it in faith, but living it. And so this petition really is not just about us, but about those around us and living out that life of faith that we've been talking about all year long, uh, bringing it out to those around us. And so this petition, like I said, sits by itself, the first three petitions. And next week, as we will dive into the last three, starting diving into the last three petitions, we'll see how they are a unit. But now this one sits all by itself. And I really like to point out when we're talking to confirmands, uh, how different our personal prayers can often be focusing in around, as I said earlier, about the physical, the wants, the needs, the so forth. Uh, but here, uh, how it really focuses in on instead uh, all that's around us. And so that's very important, so, which leads to one more thing that we want to uh, close with here and the difference between wants and needs. Uh, we've talked about this earlier as well, but needs are things that... Uh, we have to have for daily life. We need to have food and water and shelter and so forth. Uh, but wants are something different. Now, while we need food in this daily life, we might want steak and lobster. Well, we need food, but we don't necessarily need steak or lobster. Uh, we need uh, transportation to get to work and to be able to do those things. But that doesn't mean we need a new red Corvette, as an example. Uh, that would be a want. Not for me personally, but for others, it would be a want. Uh, so we need to, as Christians, uh, really in the prayer, 
talk about the difference between what's a need, what's a want, especially as we pray this particular petition, uh, give us this day our daily bread. It's always interesting working with our young confirmands, trying to get them to understand the difference between what is truly a need and what is a want. And uh, let's face it, it's not just the kids, you know, as adults, we struggle with that often as well. What's the difference between a need and a want? So with that in mind, as you dive into the readings this week, as you look into them, uh, think about that. What is it that the Lord provides for this daily life, uh, for all that we need to support our daily life? And I want to ask the question, what's a need and a want, and how does that relate to this petition as well? With that in mind, uh, we wish the Lord's blessings uh, on your study this week as you ponder and look at the Scripture passages and how they deal with the fourth petition, give us this day our daily bread, and its impact on our daily life of faith and prayer. Lord's blessings on your studies this week. Thanks for joining us on our Living the Faith podcast this week. This podcast is a ministry of Zion Lutheran Church in Bismarck, North Dakota. To contact us, learn more, or for more resources on our journey this year, please visit zionbismarck.org or find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or YouTube. This podcast was made possible by a grant from Lutheran Church Extension Fund. We thank them for their support. Please join me in prayer as we begin our new week. Blessed Lord, you have caused all Holy Scriptures to be written for our learning. Grant that we may so hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that by patience and comfort of your Holy Word, we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life. Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Thank you for listening. Tuning next time as we continue learning how God's truth in the Scriptures applies to our daily life. God bless your reading this week.